Hello and welcome to Gentle Touch. This podcast is a place where people can learn, discover and upscale mentally, spiritually and emotionally. This show is all about breakthroughs so get ready for some good vibes, realness and lots of information. You will be joined by me, your podcast host Alejandra Castro. Some of the shows will be just me and other shows will have guests open up new perspectives and views. My passion is to inspire and educate people who feel stuck. I will show you ways you can improve your overall health by sharing powerful tools that you can implement into your daily life. Let's get started. In today's episode, we have a very special guest joining us from Bangalore, India. Please welcome Arutandi onto the show. In today's episode, we'll be talking all things from mindset, setting goals, boundaries, self-worth and discipline. It's a jam-packed episode, so hold tight, guys. I'm so excited because the time zones and you was like, we are sending one message per day. I know. (laughs) I was like, this is insane. Yeah, so I'm Arundhati, like she introduced me. I am a mindset coach and uh, I help people create bigger visions for themselves, create a life that's truly fulfilling for them. My focus is mainly helping people create a life that's unique to them and developing a whole plan around who they truly are and designing life goals from there. So if that's very confusing, in simple terms, I just help people get closer to their bigger goals and at the same time stay in alignment with who they are. And I do that by helping them get over their fears, their limitations, help them dream big and create bigger goals. Currently, I basically work with business owners, some athletes, and we work mainly on their mindset in helping them increase their performance and designing a life that they truly love in every area, not just in your working life, but also in your personal life. Right, so that's a little bit about what I do. Perfect, that is great. Um, Arundhati, so I've been looking at your socials. I know you're very, very active. You're active on your Facebook, you're active on your Insta, you're active on your, um, basically all your socials on your YouTube channel. How has mindset allowed you to be so, in a way, so organized, so disciplined, so active? Because even, even now we are finally recording today, but it hasn't been easy easy like to get the time zones right to get the um, availability so how how is mindset really important for someone that actually wants wants to chase their goals or their dreams i love the way you framed that question it's a really nice question and here's what here's what my journey was right it was not like even though i'm a mindset coach it was not like the next day i decided that i want to have a good social media or i want to do instagram i want to do facebook i want to do youtube that was not how it was what helped me was to develop a discipline and then create consistency. So, and wherever you're at. So in the beginning, I was really, really scared to put my face on camera. And now I create videos almost every week, sometimes even two, three times a week. So for me, what happened was to understand where I'm at. And this is for everybody. So don't compare yourself to other people. First, look in to yourself. Look at what you're comfortable with. 
first check and what you want to do. For me, I was very keen that I wanted to do video, but I was really scared of video. So I asked myself, what's the first step I can take towards creating this? And at that moment, it was to create a Facebook group and start putting out or going live on that group at least every week. Or I actually started off with three times a week. And it was very easy for me because there was nobody in this group, at least for the beginning, there were like maybe 20 people, but I didn't know these people. So it was very easy for me to go on the video. I was like, how bad can it be? Right. So I would say create that discipline in the beginning and then you bring in the consistency. Now, coming into the mindset piece, right? We need to understand that our mindset is in relationship with the actions that we're going to take. What that means is first, you need to understand this whole thing in your mind. You need to play it out in your mind and then your emotions and your actions are going to follow. From my example, what I was trying to explain is meet yourself at where you are and then you grow on that. So for me, I had to meet myself at, okay, I'm not comfortable with video how can I make myself comfortable? What's the first step? And get my mind around that. And then my actions followed. So my actions was to create a Facebook group and start putting out videos there. And I did that for a period of, I think about six to eight months until I got a little bit confident. And then I moved on to my Instagram, right? So meet yourself at where you are, create that discipline, I love the way you are so honest with regards to the Facebook group because it's not easy. I remember posting a YouTube video and it would have 17 views Mm. and I just felt so silly and I was just like, I'm going to stop this. And then my cousin would be like, what's wrong with you? It has 17 views. And I'm like, no, but that's the whole point. It only has 17 views. So then for you to, so to be able to reflect on yourself emotionally and meet yourself emotionally, what feelings did you come across? Because um, one thing is developing the discipline. Another thing is developing the consistency. But when you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, when you see that it's not going anywhere. No one's really giving me any feedback. No one's kind of resonating kind of with like my idea because obviously now you're extremely confident. Your socials have taken off. You're in a very successful place where you now have your own clients. You've, you have athletes but in the very beginning because I've seen a lot of people start but not finish. Mm. What would you say to like um, feelings of discouragement, feelings of negativity, or especially because at the beginning, people, I'm not going to lie, I've had people laughing at me. Like they're like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, you're going to start a YouTube channel. So it's like, not only is it bad enough that you don't, you haven't developed the consistency or you're not recognized or um, not everyone is kind of accept, very accepting of your idea. It's like now not only do you have to deal with people, you have to deal with yourself. What did what did you, was you always that mentally strong or did you practice anything to be able to be where you are today? I mean, we all are humans, right? So we are going to have fears. We're going to have these limitations show up. It's just a matter of recognizing them and then moving from them. So however good your mindset might be, you're going to have some level of fear. So to answer your questions, I think there are a couple of things there. 
the first thing to ask yourself is what's your goal with this YouTube channel, with this Instagram page? What's your goal here? What's the end result, right? Um, and your end result is usually not just um, views or the number of views and likes that you're going to get. For me, my end result was reaching my potential clients. And out of those 10 views, maybe two of those were my potential client. Two high-paying clients is really, really good, you know? So it's not really your numbers. You need to ask yourself, what's your goal over here? And that helps you stay consistent. You're not going after the numbers. You're not going after the views, the likes, but you're going after the reach. And, and you will notice this once you start putting out videos, once you start staying consistent, now you have so many videos behind you, right? You have this whole record of consistency behind you. So even if you blow up with one video later on, people have this whole chain of other videos to look into. That's one of it. Now, secondly, let's, let's talk about the fears that show up. Right? It's very normal to start thinking or getting um, away from your goal of why I'm doing this and start looking at the small things like I'm not getting likes, people are speaking ill about me, people are making fun of me. Here's the thing, right? All of these people who are maybe making fun of you or you analyzing your worth based on the views and the likes that you're having is all a lie. That's truly what's happening, right? We start putting our worth on the amount of views we're getting or what others have to say about it, which is not true. Your worth does not depend on just the amount of likes, even your income, it does not depend on that. Your worth is created by yourself. So you believing in yourself creates your worth. Once you stop believing in yourself, that's where your worth starts decreasing. I hope that's making sense, right? And it's not complicated. So understand that, all right? Understand that if somebody is uh, saying something and it evokes a feeling in you, the reason it's evoking that feeling of, let's say, fear or oh my God, they, they told me this, is only because you probably have a thought in you which agrees with them. Otherwise, you're not going to feel bad. If somebody comes and tells you something that you know is completely, completely wrong, you're not going to believe it, right? The only reason you believe it is because you believe it. You have a thought in you. That's why it's triggering you. Notice that and ask yourself, what in me is agreeing with them? Now, that's a mindset block, okay? So you might figure out that you yourself feel that you're not worthy of putting out videos or you don't have the enough knowledge to be doing this since we're sticking with the YouTube example. This could apply in every area in your business, in anything that you do. Notice what's the thought that's behind it. What in me is agreeing with that person? And ask yourself, is that really true? Is that really, really true? And most of the time, and all the time, actually, the answer is no, it's a lie, okay? So once you understand that, 
Ask yourself, how do you want to feel about this? What's a new thought that you want to replace this old one with and use that in? So I hope you're following. If you have any questions, please let me know. I, you know, that bit of um, worth is created by yourself. <laughs> I love it so, so much. Mm. I love it because um, in a world we live in, um, like say, for example, in London, mm. um, it now it's extreme like say like with insta it's very normal to like upload pictures and to edit your face it's very normal to have hundreds of pounds on your face in lip fillers in botox um Mm -hmm. we live in a world where um where like beautiful is is kind of like defined as fake in the sense of fake nails fake eyelashes fake eyebrows just we wear wigs and and just hundreds of pounds so to be in a position to make yourself to create that sense of you you have to feel worthy for yourself how how do you say for example if you see this and you don't know where to start what tools would you use like self-affirmations or I don't know do you have any tips well first of all I would say that there's actually nothing wrong in a person if they want to get Botox, if they want to have wigs, that's them, right? But the thing which actually is wrong is us comparing how we look with them and us agreeing that that's the standard that's that's accepted worldwide. It's just because we accept it and we agree, that's why that becomes such a big barrier, or such a big normal that everyone has to look that way. So I think the first thing to understand, and this is so important for every human being, is you are perfect the way you are. And if that's really hard for you to believe, you've got to start working on that. You cannot grow in life if you're fighting with yourself every day. If you're telling yourself that, I'm not good at this, I'm not so pretty, I'm not so knowledgeable, I'm not this, I'm not that. Well, if you're going to think like that, you're not going to move ahead, all right? Those are the very things that is blocking you. Those are your assumptions, those are your limitations. Anything that's telling you that you're not good enough in any way is your limitation in your mindset. Okay, so notice any thought that tells you or makes you feel like you're not good enough. That's a limitation. Note it down and work on that. So if you are looking at building your worthiness, you've got to start it over here. You've got to start with that self-love factor. And in this way, it's not even just it's not about buying yourself some roses or taking yourself on dates, but it goes deeper. It's about looking in the mirror and smiling at yourself, looking at yourself, the things you've done and feeling proud about yourself, being there for yourself, being okay for yourself. You see, as adults, we all are actually looking for that parent who who's always there to take care of us and sometimes um it's it's stronger that feeling is stronger for some than the others because of their past but you need to realize that you've got to be that adult that parent for yourself okay and you've got to bring yourself up with love that's how you're going to create your worth Once you fill yourself with this much self-esteem, with this much love, and understand that you're worthy, irrespective of anything, 
that's how you can move ahead because the the truth is here if there is if you feel like you don't have the knowledge about something you can learn it or you can hire someone or you can get someone to do that for you there's always a fix all right but if you go with a mindset that there is no fix then there is not going to be any fix you're not going to move ahead mm. Arundhati, I love what you say and, and the things you have, you're so wise um, <laughs> and the way you say it because right now uh, most of us, like there's a lot of people right now that they, like you say, we need to learn to be the parent for yourself but it's like people are looking for love in the wrong places, like instead of learning how to love themselves, they will look for love or they will seek validation in things, in people and sometimes that individual may not even have the best intentions for you um, so I yeah. love what you say and just all the things that, that is, you have said yeah, that's so true, I, it just like it came to my mind that's the same thing that we do even with relationships right we start looking for that parent ah uh, what are you actually looking for so start being that parent for yourself so that it creates this beautiful foundation for even the other areas of your life i love this like um especially from this episode there's so much to take in from discipline from consistency um from like limitations how did you uh, realize that this is what you wanted to do and and mindset was an area that you wanted to focus in oh ah i like this question <laughs> i always get this asked the thing is that from a very young age and i'm talking about when i was 14 15 I um I just knew that there is something more to life. I so I am born and brought up in India in a middle class family where you just live with your means and India is such a diverse country and you see people at every level. You see the super rich, you see the middle class who are just like just making it, not not really that happy and you also see the poor. Uh, who are struggling every day. And I I saw that for 15 years of my life, right? And I just, I always kept wondering, what's the thing that makes people different? What's the thing that makes people to go after their dreams and create a life that they truly love? And the others who just, you know, who just live with what they have. And there are some who just keep struggling that question kept coming to my mind because that was my reality. I saw that on a day-to-day basis. And because of that thought, I was always curious in understanding what is life. And I knew that not everyone is born into a fabulous life because believe me, even the super rich have issues, all right? Um, Everyone has. So that was my curiosity. And then it grew. It just kept growing. I got into, I read the book Secret, right? When I was 15, 16. And this was like a totally different way of looking at life. And I was like, wow, okay. So it's all in us. So the moment I understood that the power is in us to shape the way life is, That's when I was like, ah, so mindset is where it's all at, right? It's not your circumstances. It's not what you're given or the anything external. It's all to do with your internal. If you can get your mindset, your feelings, 
your body in alignment you can literally get whatever you want and you can live a true life which is which feels truly you so that's that's how it all began that curiosity just kept growing uh so that was at age of 15 16 and then when i was about um 19 18 or 19 i did something called nlp neurolinguistic programming which basically is understanding how your mind functions uh how your thoughts are creating your reality all of those things so i was just curious at that when i was 19 i had no idea that coaches existed in this world that this uh this even existed that you can have a career coaching people around mindset it was just out of curiosity uh and i just wanted to learn how to how to how to be how i can be truly me and yeah so i got my nlp and then i got uh later on around 23 i got certified as a professional coach and yeah and here we are now <laughs> i love it i love i love your journey and i love the way how it has been so organic and from a very young age and like you say is is true um because obviously when i went to india you see everything you see um mm. i remember i went to uh, the palace in mysore and in um Mm. and obviously when they see tourists they come and approach you and and is too much because before you know it you you have attracted a crowd so um yeah. from from our school it was 12 international students so 12 you know uh, we all come from different backgrounds different ethnicities so to have a big group and then to have english teachers um wherever you go you'll stand out um and i remember i asked them um, they sell wooden jewelry boxes which i loved um mm. but because of the crowd i i told him wait for me outside and honestly kid you not he waited 2 hours for me outside until oh we finished God. the palace i know can you imagine so you know when you say you've seen everything from every level mm. and then to be in a position so that experience has enabled you to be where you are and which is so so beautiful because now you're helping now now you're giving back and and you're you're fulfilling your passion as well at the same times arundati tell us about money block um not not blocks like a mindset block what is it and then how can you overcome it and how can you learn more sorry about mindset blocks like a, a block like a, i don't know why money you know why money came in because um of well, the book talk about money blocks right <laughs> yeah. money mindset you know you know of the book the secret and then it says attract yeah. anything you want attract anything you want but yeah, yeah we we can either talk about a money block or mindset block or or mm-hmm. just a blockage in general like what is it um yeah because sometimes some things are very deep rooted within ourselves like in the unconscious mm. mind so it's very hard to kind of um unlearn a pattern or unable to recognize mm. it because you've been stuck in this thought or in this mindset for so long that yeah. breaking out of it takes takes a lot yeah you know uh what i've understood and realized <laughs> in a couple of years now is the word subconscious mind patterns they scare people right so anybody listen to this like don't get scared these are these are normal things it's just big words so the way okay let's talk about these blocks now uh, like i mentioned earlier in this a block is any thought that does not make you feel good okay simple any thought that does not make you feel good is a block so if you think about 
let's see let's say you're thinking about your weight okay so let's talk about weight right so when you look at yourself and you feel oh man i'm i'm so chubby i need to lose a little of my belly fat lose a little bit about my tights thighs now now how's that making you feel right most of us it's making us feel not so good it's like oh man i need to lose it now that's a block all right and i'll explain why you could also look at your weight uh you could look at your belly you could look at your thighs and be like okay i feel like bringing it into shape i feel like loving myself enough to be more healthy right now that that's a different thought altogether from the first person now you you're coming from a place of love you're coming from a place of oh i want to be more healthy so let me get into it that's not a block but the first one is a block because you are going in with the idea of you cannot make this happen you are also associating yourself with an identity that you're a chubby person that you're a fat person and then we have extra meanings attached to that depends on person to person you might consider yourself ugly you might consider yourself not worthy you see how one thought which does not make you feel good goes really deep into other associations right just because you have a couple of pounds put on couple of kgs on your body you start associating yourself with an unworthy person that lazy person i cannot get this done i cannot get that done so basically just any thought that does not make you feel good is a limitation once you identify that okay this thought does not make me feel good write it down if you like to write it down or pick it out of your mind okay and ask yourself following questions ask yourself where did this come from right why is it present here and many times you realize that it's come it's it's been there for quite some time maybe from your childhood if it's something that we've been thinking about unconsciously this is where your unconscious mind comes in Sim- so i'm trying to keep it as simple as possible so pick out the thought that does not feel good write it down ask yourself where did this come from ask yourself is this really true okay and then the answer is going to be no and then ask yourself what's the what's another thought i can replace this with okay what's a much more empowering thought that i can replace that thought with and it creates this different feeling for you the new thought and now your job is still each time you notice that thought which does not feel good your job is to replace it with the new thought now this is not going to happen in the very second like just from tomorrow but it comes with practice repetition has power to it all right so keep repeating it but your job is to be an observer notice notice what doesn't feel good and replace it with a better thought in that way you're looking at your limitations you're also replacing your limitations um that is an excellent strategy i have never heard of this well i've heard of it but never like the way you said it and um it is ext- like mm. okay let's let's be honest if you come from a very negative mindset it's going to be very exhausting because the list you have is going to be immense and then sometimes you may be doing something quickly so 
say for example if I'm doing this I would literally write down but then I would have to have time to think where did this thought come from did it come from my childhood did it come from my parents did it come from a family member did it mm-hmm. come from maybe um children in school and then obviously this would take time because maybe yeah. by the fifth sixth day you would say I'm tired this is exhausting or you could stop doing it altogether how long do you think would it be like 28 days to develop it into a habit well um yeah not really 20, 28 days, but just how consistently you say it. And I like your example. So most of like, I mean, yes, you've got to go deep. You've got to dig into where the block initially started. But I think for somebody who's just starting off, just start off with, okay, this, this does not feel right. This thought does not feel right. What can I replace it with? And just start replacing it. And what happens is your mind starts getting into this habit of each time it listens to anything that does not feel good, it automatically asks yourself, asks itself to, what's another thought I can replace this with? And it automatically does that. So maybe that would take, I would say, at least do this consciously for at least two weeks. And after that, it automatically starts getting into place. I love this. This is a this is um this is an excellent tool. Um Arundhati, do you have a mindset routine mentor for you to make sure you're on point? Like do you like have a mentor or how do you like maintain as in do you have a group of friends that mm. maybe they're mentors or or how does it work? I can imagine like that being a life coach <laughs> is, is is like a high pressure, high intensity job role that many mm. people will come to you for guidance. And in a way, you're a leader. You're a leader because they look up to you. They look up for guidance. How do you maintain that level of mental health? And how do you maintain just that you're well within yourself to be able to take on all these new different clients from diverse backgrounds, diverse professions? Um, how do you, is it like Facebook groups or how, how does it work? Yeah, um, I really like this question. Everyone, I feel like the thing is, it's not just about hiring a mentor or a coach, but to be very conscious about who are you spending your time with. Right. If you're spending your time with people who are draining you, who are bringing you down, that's a waste of time. You don't need that in your life. All right. Get that shit out. So for me personally, I am very conscious with the people that I spend my time with. I have really strict boundaries on who I give my time to. And that's something that I feel everyone should start adapting And it also comes from this place where you start respecting yourself enough to putting yourself in certain situations, surroundings, and groups of people. So to answer your question, yes, I am very conscious on who I mingle with, who I spend my time with. Even on social media, I'm very conscious on what account makes me feel good. What account does not make me feel good? You know, I go off of energies and feelings. And if there is something about somebody's account that does not make me feel good, I just unfollow or maybe put them on mute if I can't unfollow, right? You can do that. So staying very conscious on how you're feeling. Are you feeling this expansion in you when you meet people or do you feel drained? is the key for me so I do have friends who are I don't want to say a certain level but make me feel a certain way 
right? And I like to I like to spend my time with them. I also consciously indulge in courses with mentors. If there's something I really love about a person, I want to be in that person's energy. And I have noticed that that's really been one of the quickest way of raising my own energy, of raising my own mindset. I know I'm using the term energy, but what it really is, is your thoughts are creating the energy around you, all right? It's a, it's a mix of your mindset and your feeling. So I do that on a conscious basis. So yeah. I love this. I love this because I completely understand what you're like, what you mean, your examples. And you make it, you make, you're very transparent and, and what actions mm-hmm. you take. For me, it's been very, very painful. It's been painful mm-hmm. because maybe this could be friends from people I grew up with. Sometimes this could be family members. But I've yeah. had recently where I've spoken to like family members or, or people very, very close to me. And I, I, as soon as I hang up, I feel this level of anxiety. Oh my God, yeah. And 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 I honestly don't know what to do. And it honestly, like for me, I know I need to, um, distance myself but it and in another way for me it breaks my heart it breaks my heart because mm-hmm. um, I have to distance myself it breaks my heart because now I, I feel like a level of anxiety and it like for me to calm down my anxiety it takes a while it takes like a good 45 minutes a good two hours so it's like I feel oh like God. I feel like that feeling or that phone call which lasted 10 minutes eight minutes to then have like anxiety for two hours and calm myself down it's not worth it Um, so I'm just curious what do you usually do after that to be honest so sometimes to say for example this happened to me yesterday so I was actually on the road so I was on my way back home but I had this level of anxiety so what I do I'm um, I'm actually a Christian so I'll either uh, so I have three things that have I've done that have implemented so one was I listened to this guy called Eric Thomas he's really really Mm -hmm. good he's a motivational speaker he's he's amazing so I listened to him then I have a pastor that I listen to she's very urban very cool very cheap her name is Sarah Jake Roberts and then I thought I'm gonna listen to one two and then first step I'm gonna start writing a gratitude journal and then just kind of like to put me to kind of like wind myself down and to be honest when I was listening to listening to the video I actually fell asleep (laughs) so I think it's normal and I really like this so what you're actually doing is you're indulging in other people's energy right yeah to uplift yours until now you were indulging with somebody the the family member who drained you right and now you're fueling yourself with the others which I think is such a good thing to start off with and I'm pretty sure a lot of people feel this way how you're feeling and it's it's so hard to have boundaries with family right because they're family and how do you how do you just cut that off the thing that i would like to add to that is you don't really need to cut them off the thing is you can create boundaries even when you're speaking with them all right so the how do i put this in simple terms (laughs) It's a little deep, but the thing is, you you can imagine, yeah, you can do this visualization. You can imagine an invisible wall between you two. So if you're meeting this person in person or through video, just imagine an invisible wall between you two. Um, if you are speaking through phone, same thing, all right? And tell yourself or imagine and visualize that, the energy or the way they make you feel 
that does not come through or does not pass the invisible wall in between. And the more you visualize this, the easier it becomes to create that boundary. So whatever they speak, whatever they're telling you does not enter your life. It does not enter your boundary, all right, your bubble. And the more you do this, you notice that you can slowly start detaching or you can slowly start creating distance with people who are even close to you. So you don't have to avoid them fully, but you can be conscious around what energy are you allowing them to penetrate into your life to come in and what are you holding back does that make sense I don't that the you are heaven sent <laughs> like you know when I tell you the anxiety was so bad that as I was watching as soon as I got home like I literally had tears like rolling down my cheeks that's how bad that's how bad the energy was like it was like it's like a very low low vibrating energy like a very low um yeah like you say draining so I'm definitely 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 gonna do that because up to a certain extent you can distance yourself but you can't distance yourself away completely because then they'll realize and say hey like I haven't done anything wrong and to be honest I wouldn't know how to kind of say hey babes guess what your energy is whack you gave me loads of anxiety like they wouldn't even understand what energy is and I wouldn't even know how to have that conversation in a way that they understand they would be like she's crazy and yeah I totally get that yeah I totally get it and I think that that's where it's about meeting yourself at where you are maybe creating strong like kicking them out of your life is not an option so meet yourself at where you are and get creative around that see we all are creative that was one example that I gave you but you could get a little more creative and be like okay, how can I not let this person affect me? I think at every level, it's about making a conscious choice because you have a choice in every second. Right now, you guys listening to this podcast is your choice to stay here and listen to what we have to say. If you want, you can turn it off at the moment, right? So you're you're that powerful. Nothing is forced onto you. Please don't turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but but I mean, you have the power too, right? <laughs> if you don't want to, that's that's amazing. That means there's something in this that is making you think a certain way, making you feel expansive. And I'm so glad if that's happening. So understand that every moment has a choice and it's your choice on how you want to move ahead with it. Arundhati, thank you, thank you so, so mm. much. Arundhati, is there any things you would like to add? Anything, anything in particular? Anything like golden nuggets? We have spoken about discipline. We have spoken about consistency. We have spoken about boundaries. We have spoken about um, visualizations. We have spoken about energy and alignment. What does alignment mean to you? Yeah, I was just going to add about alignment anyway. <laughs> um, and And I just want to say this was such a fluid conversation. I really enjoyed it. So coming to alignment. So for me, what alignment is, is understanding who I am. All right. And when I say understanding who I am, it's truly, it has been a journey for me, honestly. And I think a lot of people can relate to this to understand who I truly am, what I truly like. 
what are the things that I truly want because we are we've been conditioned so much to think a certain way to behave a certain way that we move so far away from what do I truly like and what do I truly want so I would say the first thing is to get curious on what do you truly like and start doing that and now coming to the alignment part of it is you see we we have a mind we have a soul and we have a body for me alignment is to have all those three in alignment as one and what do i mean by that is if your mindset is at one place let's speak about a desire right so your soul is where your desire comes you could also call it your heart now suppose i truly want something um uh, i truly want a goal let's say huh i'm running out of examples here <laughs> let's say i want to travel all right and that's coming from randomly from my soul because i want to now that's that's your soul speaking so i've got to get my mind and my body in alignment with that so my mind um would be to get my mindset behind believing that i can travel that i can make it possible for myself that's where all the mindset tools come in setting your mindset believing that you're worthy of that desire and that's where most of us have an issue and then your body your body is literally the actions that you take and your actions are always going to be in alignment to your core thoughts and your belief so if you truly believe that you can make it happen then you will take actions towards making it happen but if you truly believe that i'm not worthy of it i cannot make this happen for myself then you will go ahead and take actions which um which emphasize on that belief which make that belief more true than it is that's that's just how it is so for me alignment is to have that desire and then get my mind behind it and take the inspired actions that follow that's true alignment i love that example like you couldn't even have said a better example because i had a normal 9 to 5 and then obviously i had a friend and then i had a normal 9 to 5 and then i left the 9 to 5 and then i became self employed and then i had a friend that was mm-hmm. also self employed she's from australia and um every two months she was going on holiday and i like you know when you said the mind body and soul like it all has to be connected yeah. because mentally i didn't even know we could do that because our pattern was you have a normal 9 to 5 and then you have 28 days not only do you only have 28 days you have to ask for permission and you can't have those 28 days all in one go so mm-hmm. it's just breaking out of that pattern and breaking out of that mindset that no you're you actually can go when you want to go and first of all i didn't even know i could afford it but looking at her like she was traveling every two months so it's like yeah it it all connects mind body and soul what happens if say mentally and you have a calling from your soul and and you have this inner voice that keeps going but your body is frozen and won't take action or one is out of balance with the other does that make sense it does it does and it is because see your body speaks to you and when it freezes when i also believe when you fall ill your body's trying to tell you something right when you're feeling sick and things like that so notice that how your body's feeling how your emotions are feeling because they're always speaking to you so yeah just notice 
Notice what your body is telling you. Notice when you don't feel good. It, it is showing you that something is off balance. And sometimes your desires are coming from a place of ego, right? Coming from a place of comparison. Because she has that Chanel bag, I want it too. But do you really want that bag? Like, does that bag evoke a feeling in you which is truly you and it's not a feeling of ego that i can have it you know just because you have it that means i can have it and now we are an equal that's an ego all right or does it have this feeling of it gives you ah that it just makes me feel a certain way right it makes my soul happy so check in on those those are indications of what's in alignment and what's not um, a lot of times your ego is going to pop out and it's going to tell you to do things a certain way because you have to show pride. You have to show that you're equal to others, right? So check in on the basis if it's an actual desire or if it's an ego. That's an alignment factor. The other one, like we spoke earlier, is about your body. If your body does not feel good about something, this might be a little deep for some people around checking in with um, if, you're, if you're falling sick, if it's not making uh, you feel good a certain way. But these are all indications, right? And another big factor about alignment, and this is going to help you even get back into alignment, is to check if it's the desire or it's the mindset or the action that needs work, that needs to uh, be brought back into alignment. Yeah, and once you do that, you can always work on the thing that's out of alignment. I love this. <clears throat> Where would you recommend people learn more about ego? Because ego is like, yeah, we hear about ego, but it's like, no, babe, have you seen the size of your ego? It's the size of Mount Everest. It is freaking massive. I need to go study that. Where can people learn more about ego? Or because some people don't want to accept that they have a massive ego and they will lose opportunities or they will lose people. Or they, will, mm. they will literally just to kind of protect their ego, they will go all the way to the point where friendships, relationships will break, a business partners, like they will end up losing time, money and love in, in some situations. And it's like, they don't want to recognize that, hey, I have a big massive ego problem. So for me in life, in general, I'm going to be very honest, is most of my knowledge, right, <laughs> comes from experience. And that's how I have learned about ego, especially in specific about ego. There have been other things that I've obviously learned through people and other things. So my recommendation would actually be to check in with yourself. And here's the thing. If you want to grow in life, if you want to move ahead in life, you need to constantly be working on yourself, whichever level you're at. Okay, so and I say this because I feel like in this last one hour or 40 minutes that we've been speaking, I've been telling you so many uh, exercises that you do with yourself. But they're important. All right. So check in with yourself when it comes to ego and when you are feeling to do a certain thing, take a certain action. Always ask yourself. Where is this coming from? Do I truly desire this? And just asking yourself that one question, 
do I truly want this? And if you take a second, if you take two seconds and pause and think about it, it might be from a place of ego, all right? Because if it's coming from a place of desire, if it's coming from a place of true desire that's inside you, it's going to feel very, very fulfilling. It's going to feel, it's going to have a lot of energy behind it, which is going to make you feel very good. But if it's coming from a place of ego, it's going to have this energy behind, which is planning, strategizing, thinking about ways, you know, like <laughs> when I think about it, the, the whole idea of a villain comes in, how villains take action, right? Because most of them do it through, through ego. So check in with your every desire, with everything that you do. Ask yourself, do I truly desire this? How does it truly make me feel if I take this action? And it becomes very clear if it's ego or if it's... Arundhati, thank you. Thank you so, so much for this explanation, for this example and for your time. Arundhati, tell us about your services. Tell us a bit more about you. Where can we hang out? Where can we reach you? Yeah. Uh, I loved this conversation. I'll be honest. Thank you. Honestly, it was so hard to get her. I was, it was like, it's 2 a.m. in India and the time zone's so different in London, but we are finally here. Honestly, it was so worth the wait. It was so mm -hmm. worth the plan. And finally, I'm so grateful. <laughs> I'm really glad that I came through and you had some really good Thank questions. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You can reach out to me. I have an Instagram account. It's A-R-U-N-D-A-T-H-I dot H. I also have a YouTube account and it's the same spelling. A-R-U-N-D-A-T-H-I H-A-Z-A-R-I. That's my last name. Arundhati Hazari. And um, also a website with the same name. So feel free, reach out. I have, if you want to feel, if you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me, it's application based. We can, we can look at it. We can see if you're a good fit and move that ahead. And I really loved this. And I feel like there, there are a lot of listeners in this whole episode, which it evoked some kind of feeling in them. And I just feel it. And if it did, please take this into your daily life and practice it on a day-to-day -day basis because I know it's going to help you, right? Even if you don't want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, right? This is good enough for you. So go ahead, add these things into your life and just see the changes that happen. Just working on yourself is really powerful and it, it truly puts you years ahead of where you would have been otherwise. Arundhati, you are such a beautiful soul and you are so, so genuine. What What is your favorite book? Mm, um, I really, okay, there's this book called The Alchemist. Oh, do you like it? I love that book. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I just, I feel like it's so simple, but um, it just, it meets people at which, le at whatever level at they are at in mindset or in whatever. And I feel like everyone should read that book because it gives you an understanding of how life is in general. And it gives you an understanding that all of you are truly powerful in your core. So, yeah, that would be my recommendation. Lovely. I've actually had it on the bookshelf, but mm -hmm. it, my mom bought it, but it didn't stand out. I think the picture is um, mm -hmm. of they're walking in the desert, I think. 
right or, or, or um, something like that the book that I have is literally an orange color book oh, is it? I don't, it doesn't have any pictures but oh, yeah I I'm really gonna... like that one and of course the secret was one of that all started all of this I also like um Anthony Robbins but he goes really deep really like, yeah he does he teaches you techniques and stuff in his book so if you're into that maybe uh look into i like the one which is called awaken the giant within okay it's it's it, for somebody who is, is that yeah. the book that is massive there's a book that is massive is that the I one think most of his books are really oh. <laughs> <laughs> but this one is yeah this one is he he literally teaches you how to be a coach so if you're interested in that i would that's say the one. read that book mm-hmm, that's got the it one. Okay. Arundhati, have you published a book? I haven't. You haven't? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No? Will you? Maybe. Maybe in the future. Is, is, Maybe. It, is it on the, um, what are your future projects and how can um, we support you or how can we help you? Oh, that's so sweet. Um, this is, I haven't thought much about a book, but my future project currently is to actually release a couple of courses so yeah. that I can reach more people, right? And move from one-on-one. I already have one tiny one on confidence, on building your confidence. It's a training with a little, uh, it's on my website. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very cute one, which gets to the point. Uh, but yeah, courses. So just be, have a look at my website. I'm pretty sure anything new will be dropped in there lovely i see you like um Mm -hmm. going around in india's massive like india's massive Mm -hmm. i see you like um uh, uh, speaking at universities and schools or like Mm -hmm. going corporate is is this what you do right i'd really like working one-on-ones with people like who are business owners and even just individual people who are looking to create a life on their terms corporate maybe does not excite me that much currently no oh my god you're so honest at least you're honest at least you're like yeah it's okay but you know what it's not really my cup of tea at at least you know what you like and what you don't like yep yep um corporate is really nice in the in the game of money i would say but i I don't know if it's my cup of tea i've tried it a little i didn't enjoy it that much but i really enjoy working one-on-one with people who are driven right and who are looking to create big goals for themselves I can, uh, I love that. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I don't know. Thank you. And I, yeah, like I see myself speaking everywhere internationally. Um, I do have a couple of international clients as well. I just, I love, I love all of that. And I just, I can't wait to see what else I create. <laughs> of course, a hundred percent. And um, I see you having very like, um, like big things coming your way because um, of the mm-hmm. energy you take out and you're just a very like genuine and gentle soul. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. A <laughs> uh, last thing I would say is don't get so carried away with, oh, I need to work on this. I need to work on that. Just stay aware of where you are just be a gentle observer of your life ask yourself do i like this do i not like that and go lead with that all right and take actions towards what you like because it's okay to like certain things and take actions towards it i know we've been told that it's not okay many times in our life but i'm here telling you that it's okay if you like it go after it Okay, create your life on your terms. Yeah. I love that. That is that is so powerful and so meaningful because no one's gonna say 
no one no one in school will, will say that to you no one they will just mm-hmm. say go get your exams and go go to uni and it's like you get there and you're not even happy but Arundati thank you thank you thank you so much for your time we finally got the time zones right we were able to meet up and when you come to London obviously the the whole situation mm-hmm. isn't good you now have a friend in London but life is what you make it like you say you need to go yeah. chase after it but Arundati yes have I a successful Sunday bye sweetie thank you you too bye, bye. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and found this podcast useful. If you did, be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening and joining Gentle Touch. I'll see you in the next episode. Want to get in touch? Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. Link is in the description. Be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're on. Stay tuned and keep listening. Much love.